Welcome to the Chrisman Commentary Daily Mortgage News Podcast. I'm your host, Robbie Chrisman. Thanks for listening this Monday, June 7th, 2021. Topics on today's episode include a review of lenders' profit to open the year, reflection on the May payrolls figures to close last week, and a look ahead to what's on tap this week. This week's podcast is sponsored by MCT's BAM Marketplace. With its recent introduction of BAM Marketplace, the world's first truly open loan exchange, MCT has moved towards the ultimate secondary marketing goal, a loan exchange where every loan can be priced by every investor, regardless of approval status. Join MCT on June 9th at 10 a.m. Pacific time for a webinar providing a demonstration and details on how to achieve true best execution. The link is in the description of the podcast. Time is flying and the months click by. We're only two weeks from the summer solstice. As a lender, did you add to your coffers in the first quarter? If not, or if you only broke even, perhaps it is time for a change. As expected, for most lenders, their pipelines and margins rolled into 2021. Independent mortgage bankers made $3,361 on each loan in the first quarter of this year, which was the best first quarter on record. In fact, net production profits reached their highest level for any first quarter since the inception of Mortgage Bankers Association's report in 2008. To balance out that good news, available housing inventory continues to disappoint, especially in April, according to research by Zillow. Inventory fell 1.4% compared to March and is down 30% from a year ago. This drove prices to increase 11.6% on a year-over-year basis, which was the fastest increase in the history of the Zillow Home Price Index, which goes back 25 years. The typical home was on the market for only seven days before accepting an offer. Zillow economists are forecasting another big year for home price growth, expecting to see 11.6% growth through April 2022. Recent economic data affirms the narrative of heightened demand coupled with supply chain bottlenecks and shortages. Friday's employment report, which showed 559,000 net new jobs, didn't meet market expectations, which were adjusted after ADP's report showed a net gain of 978,000. The unemployment rate, however, fell to 5.79%, and anecdotal evidence suggests businesses are increasing pay to attract workers. New claims for unemployment fell to a pandemic low of 385,000, and continuing claims are a fraction of where they were this time last year. Half of U.S. states announced they would opt out of federal enhanced benefits, which may put downward pressure on this data set. During the week last week, we learned that ISM Manufacturing Index rose to 61.2, indicating strong expansion, while the ISM Services Index jumped to a record high of 64.0. Both series reported supply chain constraints, as well as increasing commodity prices, which likely held back even higher headline numbers. Mortgage applications continue the trend of no trend, (laughs) with purchase applications down 3.1% for the week of May 28th. While the ingredients for inflation persist, the Fed is expected to maintain its patience over the summer. Although there may be more discussion of adjusting asset purchases, such as mortgage-backed securities, which would affect mortgage rates. Economic news that is weaker than expected usually leads to lower rates, and we saw that Friday. The payroll headline missed consensus expectations, although the ADP report showed that close to a million jobs were added in May so the payroll number could be revised upward in the next couple of months, just as March and April figures were revised up on this report. Investors thought it would leave the Fed inclined to think that it has more time, not less, to start talking about tapering its asset purchases. This week's economic release of interest will be the May CPI on Thursday, with other economic reports including trade, wholesale inventories, and sales, along with preliminary June Michigan sentiment on Friday. 
Fed speak is quiet with the Fed in the blackout period ahead of the June 15th, 16th FOMC meeting. Today's economic calendar is light, with the only data releases being May employment trends and April consumer credit, both due out later today. Today's schedule sees the New York Fed desk conducting three operations, with one in each class for up to $6.6 billion. Monday starts with agency MBS prices worse down an eighth, and the 10-year yielding 1.58 after closing last week at 1.55% on no substantive news. Let's wrap up with a joke and some housekeeping. A woman went to the local psychic in hopes of contacting her dear, dearly departed grandmother. The psychic's eyelids fluttered and she began moaning. Eventually, a voice came, saying, Granddaughter, are you there? The granddaughter, wide-eyed, responded, Grandma, is that you? Yes, granddaughter, it's me. It's really you, Grandma, the woman repeated. Yes, it's really me, granddaughter. The woman paused. Grandma, I have just one question for you. Anything, my child. When did you learn to speak English? (laughs) Thanks again to this week's podcast sponsor, MCT. With their new BAM Marketplace Loan Exchange, MCT clients have experienced average covers such as a pickup of 46 basis points on government production, 42 basis points on loans under 200,000, and 89 basis points on low FICO government production. If you have any questions about the podcast or sponsoring opportunities, send me an email at robbie at robchrisman.com. Visit robchrisman.com for more information on our industry partners, access to archived commentaries, and how to subscribe to the daily mortgage news and commentary. To listen to or download past episodes of this podcast, search Mortgage News on any platform you get your podcast from.